Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start, Start saving, saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A roast as dark as the night. Perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> I will not. (laughs) Hi, everybody. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Did you miss my energy? I am here. Whoa. I thought you were in a good mood. Why are you talking? I'm smiling. What do you mean? Sing, Jackie. Sing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I'm I'm going to a song that, you know what? Things are getting a little dark for old Jacko for a bit. <laughs> and then twice in the wild, I heard, this is taking you back. I can see a new horizon underneath the blazing sky. I'll be where the eagle's flying higher and higher. Gonna be a man in motion. All I need is a pair of wheels. Take me where my future's lying. St. Elmo's fire. Um, twice in the wild. In the past two days and i was that like, is, is an it? accomplishment there's it's a lot finally of songs my theme song there's a lot of songs on your yacht rock playlist that you hear in the wild um you know the celine dion Ugh. certainly is probably at the top of that sure. but like i never heard um saint almost fire uh, really? saint almost fire in the wild like at the grocery what, the store day i was <laughs> i was at a grocery store the other day and i heard this song St. Elmo's Fire 2, it's the second movie in the series. I don't know Saint if Elmo's anyone would want to watch two. the sequel. No one wants to see the sequel of St. Elmo's Fire. People barely want to watch St. Elmo's Fire. I remember I also, got, I also was in the uh, CVS the other day and I heard, Joe, Joe versus Volcano. You are being <laughs> right now. And it's just because I feel better. And so technically, I guess I take that as a compliment. You're being yeah. a Mino right now. Of course. I'm going to be mean. I had a rough morning with my baby. You have a baby. <laughs> taking it out on you. Uh, now I'm the baby. Now I get to be the baby. As if you get to be the mom, I'm Jackie. always the mommy. I'm always a winner. You never not the baby. Where's the teat? Oh, you want wow. the teat? You uh, want me to pull out the right. teat? Because I'll sit here bare-breasted and I will record the rest of this podcast. You know, you wouldn't be the first one to do it because I certainly phone. did it when I had the babies with me. 
So, You're right. So it's so your turn. It's your turn. Take them out. That is true. You normalized it for me, MJ. Yeah. And it actually helped me with like the coming dread. No sphere. I'm sorry. I had a tough morning, so it's it's different the way I describe what it's like. Ooh. It's hard to understand how much you, you and or your partner will take their boobs out when if you have a if you are nursing a baby, uh, and then you're just like, oh, I got to take my boobs out in front of everyone. I know I got to take them out in front of my good friend Holden, but not certainly not sure. my best friend who I would show my boobs to unprompted. First time I met the baby, yeah, and I remember I was like. Oh, is that the bit? Oh my! Oh, oh my God! Yes, it's a b- open breast. Yeah, you just got to get <laughs> used to it. Police officer, come quickly! <laughs> There's an, a naked breast on the streets of Brooklyn. Can I just say, while we are normalizing breastfeeding publicly, <laughs> can we just normalize? I just want my titties out. Yeah, yeah, I think that I want the freedom of cold air against my nipples and it's not fair. It let them out. I thought that after, before I had top surgery, I thought that after I had top surgery, I would literally just go topless everywhere because that was what I wanted and it's still what I want. But for some reason, it still doesn't quite feel normal. Yeah. So I think that we sh- we can we can normalize it. Let's just take them all off. Well, you know, I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there, MJ. Full grown man over here. Also not a big fan of just strutting around with my shirt. Uh, you, but why not? It's just, it's you just know? not my vibe, bro. That's just not my vibe. You don't son. have that. Is it because it's socially not unacceptable? Like if if everyone else was walking around with a, with their shirt off, I, you, you're a never nude though. We've established. This. I'm on a yes. beach. You know what I mean. If it's the scenario, I've seen I guess you without I your shirt on a couple times. Like you say, never nude, <laughs> but I've seen you without your shirt on. You know what, Holden? Sure. You don't have a bad uh, front facing well, belly <laughs> these days. I don't know about. I that. don't even I bring expand- up the back I am like facing the belly. Universe, son. I am expanding at a constant <laughs> uh, rate. I think I have to cut beer out. Whoa. I am just expanding. I just saw myself in the mirror. I just took a shower and I was like, God damn, you fucking are big. Should we start bra. calling you Big Bang? We'll start calling you yeah. Big Bang. Just like that sitcom that I watch with my um, yeah, I prefer Young Sheldon, <laughs> actually. Oh, I'll be, you, you could you'll call you'll me Young Sheldon. Sheldon. Sure, that would be sure. actually more my vibe. You know what I'm <laughs> no, saying? I don't ever look at you and go, oh, <laughs> um, in upset, usually. So that's not at all. No, I'm not. I'm not like upset with, but I'm just. I can feel it. I can feel the slug. Taking Maybe over. you can feel yeah. a new horizon. You know, have you ever? I thought was going to say. That? I think you're quoting oh, saying I'm on fire. Uh, right horizon Forbidden West, the new video game that came out. Is or, that related uh, to Yay West? Because I don't oh think God, so, never bro. Mind. Let's talk about a Wrong Yay podcast, again. Holden. He got mad, brah. I should have uh, clipped. Do you see the the uh, new performance he did? He got mad at the sound people. He threw the mic down. Guess who's on stage with him? Oh, Marilyn Manson. Uh, yeah. So that's interesting. He got mad, though. There's a clip of him uh, in the middle of his Donda 2 performance fucking getting pissed and throwing the microphone into the water because he was what, like, partially submerged in a pool. No need for it. No, absolutely no need for it. <laughs> I've, I often wish that I was... Let me Hear me out. Ooh. The type of person who could throw things when angry because it mm-hmm. must be cathartic, right? Like, I oh, actually no. don't think... No, but the thing is, as someone that used to be a person that would throw things when they were angry, I'm talking about 10 years ago, um, it makes you feel immediately shameful uh-huh. and filled with guilt. Uh-huh. So it doesn't make you feel good. It only makes you feel bad. And so, um, <laughs> I mean, like, I think some psychopaths... Don't we need a physical release for our... Like, I guess I... Like when my kids throw things, I try to, you know, I stay calm and I try to be like, well, 
It's okay to be mad, but it's not okay to throw things. But sometimes I'm like, that looks great. Like I would just love to yeah. just right. throw shit. Like that you know? scene in like The Godfather or whatever with the with all of the dishware and everything. Yeah, you know like I mean? like, and so if it didn't make you feel shame, Jackie, if there was a world in which you could throw something and not, you don't obviously you don't want to menace anyone. You don't want to upset somebody that you're with. I think that's the main thing you want to avoid. But if you were alone and you could just throw something and it would make you feel like, wouldn't it make you feel better? You got to go to one of those br- the the break. Ups rooms, yeah, yeah. Break, room, break stuff rooms. Yeah, yeah. Hey, limp- yeah the limp. I call them limp biscuit rooms. Um. Um, yeah, and and that's helpful. Also, you know, I have found the best expenditure of rage is the scream into the pillow. It is, yeah, completely that's harmless. Yeah. It lets all that energy out. You don't feel embarrassed afterward. Uh, you might, but probably not because like no one really heard it. It was a private moment and you at least had the self-control to do something non-violent that also would not affect anyone else. I will okay. say I'm not above screaming into the sky as if I'm yelling oh. at the fates themselves. Like when I got a parking <laughs> ticket a couple days ago and I just went like, Ah! Like out in that's front of good, my car, yeah, like a gladiator would. Um, that is fun because then also people think you're crazy. Yeah. And then of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I always want to do is scream into the sky. But I feel too, I'm too inhibited to throw things. I'm too inhibited to scream, and so I just keep it inside. That's the thing. And that's the thing out, about right? getting back into car, getting back into car culture. You know what I'm saying? Because the car is your tube of uh, emotion out- outlet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you lube. Yep, it's like yep. a lube of it. Yeah. yeah, so it gets you all. You got to cover yourself in your own rage sludge, <laughs> and then, man, you're just ready to go. You got to scrape it off before you get. Like, Why'd you bring up Kanye? Because <laughs> you said, I think you said West. Did you say the word West? Oh yeah, yeah, I did say Horizon Forbidden West, the video game. <laughs> <laughs> the video game that you're very excited about playing. And we're about to lose Holden as a human being for at least a week while you play your video uh, game. Elden Ring, yes. Not Horizon Forbidden West. I'm saving oh, I'm sorry, that for after game. Elden Ring. Wow, Jackie. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like the other girls. Um, I'm being a little bit of a Bella right now. But I am going to bring up a little bit of content. <laughs> Throw it out here, guys. It was a weird, weird light gossip week. But very important information was found out today while I was recording Twilight earlier. Please check out the Page 7 Patreon. Uncle Ol' Grimacy is what what, I want to talk about. What you call me now? Uncle Ol' Grimacy! (laughs) Uncle Ol' Grimacy is here and he is drunk. And I am talking about, I went down a worm time of McDonald Land characters. Don't ask why. I mean, Why no one, no one who is a longtime listener of the show should be surprised. We've definitely gone deep on McDonald's Land's characters before on this very show, but, but it's been years, so people never, never deep enough. There's always more to discover, <laughs> and you know we got to bring people up to speed. And but I'm just, I just want to establish that this is not untread territory for this show, I mean, specifically the deep cuts of McDonald's Land's character. I'm more of a Burger King Kids Club guy, but I mean, I get it. I, just, That's I like the wheelchair kid. I, just, I like the kid with the weird wheels, 3D yeah. goggle glasses. Was that it? Wasn't his name like VJ yeah, or something? something like that. But I am talking about McDonald's Land. Yes, Hamburglar, Grimace, the fry things. <laughs> Fry guys. Fry <laughs> don't say you're act like you don't know it's fry guys. <laughs> the fry. Yeah. 
You're trying to be at come off all Jackie freestyle. I'm so chill. Yeah, you're so chill. You, know you have an encyclopedia. So chill. I don't even know all their names. Of the McDonald's characters. I, re- I read you I like I couldn't a tell book, you what Jackie. years they were created. Yeah. I think I've been around old Jackers long enough to know, and that's bullshit flying at my face. <laughs> and yet, I still didn't know about Uncle O'Grimacy, which is. The defunct now McDonaldland character, but he's the reason why we have Shamrock Shakes, which I've never actually had a Shamrock Shake. I just know that the internet goes hullabaloo every St. Patrick's Day when the Shamrock Shakes come out. I'm sure that they're fine. I'm sure they're delicious. But they are brought to us by a grim, the uncle of Grimace, I'm assuming. He's got a little chained tiny vest on like he's in Gossip Girl. Yeah, that's an interesting and he chain also has a cane. for his vest. Yeah. That's a fashion <laughs> a style. Like he's and I love how it's like at the bottom as opposed to the top of the vest, by the way. Uh, it's just very, weird very disturbing. There's something, it, it, it just screams to me, hey, I tend to dabble in BDSM from time to time. Sure, and I get it. I mean, me too. Why did I get covered in my chain? <laughs> it reminds me of like, do you, I don't know, Jackie, if you had this, there was like a classic, what I think was like a classic, very common Ken doll in the early 90s that his outfit was like just no so, so gay. It was like very, very short, hot green, um, like, trunks i always made my kens wear tiny shorts i think (laughs) that it's just better i want to see the full throb of a thigh but and then his shirt was like a gold mesh like a wide weave mesh crop top um it was so i i really need to find a picture because i remember everyone all the adults in my life making fun of this kendall and i totally didn't understand why and i was like everyone get off my dick about this kendall he's fine yeah. he looks great but uh it the it, it was in retrospect it was very much like a kind of leather daddy outfit it and was I the feel 80s like... they were all leather daddy outfits. <laughs> <laughs> i think that that's what uncle O'Grimacy, which by the way it's not how last name was work uh but that's <laughs> he's just got a chain across his chest for no reason it is hard not to see it as a as a bit of a leather daddy thing (laughs) (laughs) there's just something about him with his agape mouth that just makes me horrified and no wonder he's defunct now and i do apologize mj if you feel that i am offending your culture by bringing up uncle uncle grimacy i just think that we should give him some respect for St. Patrick's Day. My first response when Jackie texted this was that this is cultural appropriation as is <laughs> rampant on St. Patrick's Day. Everyone's Irish. Oh, well, is that your culture? <laughs> and so Uncle O'Grimacy is canceled. And so is Grimace for facilitating this. There you Grim- go. Grimace probably should have been canceled for other you reasons. Can't you can't know cancel what? a person because of their family. And That's I'm true. throwing it in there. They're coming for Super Mario next. Get ready for it. Well, you wait. Get ready for Whenever it. Whenever Chris Pratt starts voicing him, I'm sure that they're going to start going, they're not going to go after my people. I feel like Italians are going to be made fun of. I mean, did you watch House of Gucci? That's in, it's an Oscar. Well, oh, oh my God. Does it Ella? I try it. Oh, I Alicia. Poor Gideon. The other night, it was like Saturday night. We were like, let's watch a movie. Like, we never watch a movie. And he was like, what do you want to watch? And I was like, House of Gucci. And it's 
so long. And yeah, I yeah. my problem is that I can stay awake for about 30 minutes before <laughs> falling asleep. And uh, he was like, we are not going to, even if we watch it today and tomorrow, we are not going to have time to watch it before, like, we don't. We need like four days to watch it and yeah, the increments yeah. that you need before falling asleep. So I have now seen like the first hour of <laughs> House of Gucci and not the rest. Rihanna actually paid for the rental and could not finish it. No, um, I know. Don't Very buy sad. It. I know. I'm not gonna buy it. What, what What were your thoughts of the first hour? I mean, I was. It. I felt like a little bit prepared because I had heard you guys talk about it, but like Gideon was like, "What is happening?" What? <laughs> like, I, and I was like, "That's Jared Leto," and he was like, "That's I not Jared Leto. You're it. kidding. Like, that's not. He just didn't know. He didn't. Yeah, yeah, he didn't yeah. know. You know how could I you? I can't know? wait to see it. It is. I, st- I still <laughs> haven't caught it yet, but I'm. I'm ready to go to the Gooch. It's for sure. It's worth it. I mean, it's. I'm. I'm. Now have looking at this McDonald's fandom outline of all of the family tree of grimace and everything, but it is a, it's an epic tale, just like the McDonald's characters of family. It is a it is a slow paced, very long and very epic tale, <laughs> and it does seem to unravel as the movie goes on. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, and I, I told my brother that I was watching it and he was like, oh, you haven't even gotten to like the craziest shit yet by far. Like, a, and and I, I didn't even get close. It should have been a series. Like, honestly, the first hour, like at least makes some kind of coherent sense. And then it just <laughs> fast forward and you're just like, wait, what? Wait, how much time is that? Wait, why is she wearing that? Wait, I thought this was a fashion movie. <laughs> um, it's it's just and then and then there's Jared Leto, who's still being weird Jared Leto. And you'd think all of this, it's not cat's level though. It's just enough to be very long. <laughs> yeah, that's it, right. It was not quite fun enough for how bad it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pretty much. But I'm excited to hear your continued watching of it, and you're just going to keep renting it. How am I going to keep going to pay 25 bucks every t- every weekend <laughs> to work my way through it? Where else oh are you God. going, MJ? It's true. I do want to be culturally relevant. Yeah, and one thing we're definitely going to be spending our money on uh, at some point in the future is the Britney Spears tell-all book that she has sold. I am very, I you know, for $15 million. She sold like she is going to be writing a book about what she has been going through, and I gotta say, go for home. Yeah, I'm glad she's getting that payday for my own sake. Do you not? I do not feel a sense of fatigue when it comes to the story, and I think partially it's because we did a pop history on it, so it was our literally our kind of our job to learn everything about it. But then, like, 18 documentaries came out about it. A million articles were written about it. All the news updates, all the tweets, everything. I am, I'm like, what else can she even add to her own but it's story? From her perspective, I, I think, know. Right? So it's going to be all in baby talk. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> I hope so. It's really difficult it's to gonna not. It's going to be a fucking love. picture book, scratch and sniff. <laughs> Maybe it'll include more of her artwork, and I'm very excited to see it. No, and I and I love her, and I all all jokes aside, I'm I'm I. I love her journey for her. But um, yeah, I just wonder if there's really even going to be that many revelations um, to a certain degree at this point. Because I just feel like I know more about her life than she does, which is the probably also the issue um, that really makes this whole thing fu- even more fucked up is I think a lot of people feel that way. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. And actually, we got a very, um, which I really appreciate in the page seven podcast at gmail.com inbox. Someone sent a really great, and I appreciate it so much, uh, talking about how Britney Spears was in the conservatorship for such a long time. And why isn't Kanye? Kanye is obviously a much bigger danger. He's a much bigger, like, not only to himself, but to other people that he should be under a conservatorship. And I'm, I, as I just read this right before we started recording, and I was like, I thought he was in a conservatorship. And now I'm just trying to loosely look this up, and I can't find the information that, like, he must not have one anymore. Like, I don't think that that is public. Like, it doesn't have to be public yeah, knowledge, obviously, but... Sadly, also, I mean, his mom died. Is I think it possible that she was would, in charge of it, you And think? maybe Kim would be that person, but Kim is divorcing him, so she's also not... I think maybe she... Tr- I, I, the, okay, yes, the blind items... I, I rem- recall reading blind items that she at one point tried to get him in a conservatorship. Yeah. But those attempts were foiled because I think that since he's older, therefore has more power and more autonomy uh, than Britney really did at that point in her life and her career. You know what I mean? And still has an inability to like do a lot of shit herself. You know, that seems like obvious shit. Like what was the example? Like getting a, an Uber or something like that was like an example, or like paying a phone bill. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, she couldn't even touch her own phone. Like yeah. she wasn't even like, I mean, that's quite an extent for of a conservatorship, especially yeah. over someone that has that like is able to respond that's not comatose. Please check out our uh Britney Spears four-part episodes. How many episodes do we do? He's like, you know, clearly dealing with a lot of issues right now, but I don't think he has the like total loss of control over his faculties like she did during that time, both because of her own stuff that was going on, but also because of her environment around you, right? I mean, that this is just my guess. Like, he would be able to be like, if someone were, tr- were to even try to put him in a conservatorship, he, would ha- he I think, has the tools and the wherewithal right. to fight that. Unless he had a total psychotic meltdown. Which but he we did haven't... in 2016, but that was also in uh-huh. 2016. That was in 2016. Yeah, and I don't think, yeah, I just think that he- Or at least he had a psychiatric hold put on him in 2016. Not Okay, right. Mm-hmm. And he could get to, the, uh, to a point again, but again, at this point, if Kim is out of the picture, who the fuck would even put him? And that's the scariest thing about right. his whole situation, right? Is that he, and that's why he's throwing the mic in the water. <laughs> and I know that they're going to end up paying for it, but, but still, it's just like, man, that's just somebody's like, it just makes somebody's like- the sound people, like, you're just fucking over a sound person. That's all I can think of when you do something right, like that. Like, right. Don't do that, man. Maybe Marilyn Manson will put him in a conservatorship or Da Baby or whatever is that guy shithead's name is, but I doubt it. Yeah, I don't uh, Jackie, think so. I think that, <laughs> that is a sad that way to, to like, it's the way, like, if a, the way that I would, I just listened to a podcast episode about Terry Schiavo, uh, and you know, like the battle, like the battle of like, I'm a Florida girl. So, you know, oh, man, you know. every second of every day was Terry Schiavo on that news channel. <laughs> She's a Florida girl. Florida She's girl. a Florida girl. Yeah, you better watch know. out. I'm going to start kissing <laughs> my brother on the mouth. Uh Oh, you better not like cry. the Island boys. I'm not going to kiss Henry on the mouth. <laughs> But, you know, central to that question was like, you know, the parents were like, we're the parents. And but she was an adult and she was married. And so it was like, well, you know, and and like, I think she didn't have a living will. And so it's like the power of to make these decisions goes to the power of attorney. Yeah. Right. But um, it is kind of uh, sad 
a sad element and the many sad elements of what's going on with Kanye and, you know, Kim, that there's not like an immediate family member to be that person for Kanye. Right. Also, yeah. MJ, you weren't around for the conversation of uh, that me talking at Holden on Talking TV because I watched the first episode of the Genius documentary, the Kanye documentary. Oh. I think you should watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I will yeah, I just really want to watch it. Yeah. I know that we, this is not Talking TV, um, and I know that we have other things to talk about, but I just will say I will we watch really it. Don't, so. No, we are going to talk <laughs> about the Sister Wives cooking show too. soon. So oh. hold on your Butts. I was gonna say I'll watch. I'll. I was gonna bring up a different reality show oh. uh, because I can't watch anything until I'm finished with Love Is Blind uh -oh. too, which has given me Dude, given oh, meaning to my life, man. I'm, I'm oh, like I'm I literally walking that. around for the last week, being like, "Why am I in such a great mood?" And I think it's because I had less schoolwork to do this week because New York City public schools are closed. But also, I think it's because. Of Love is Blind too. It's I am just, nectar. I, there's a spring in my step. I love this show so much. <laughs> and so stupid. I can't watch Genius right now, Jackie. I'm busy watching Do Love is Blind too. Love is Blind is your favorite of these reality shows? Ooh, I think, I mean, there was kind of a split in time, right? When the pandemic started and there was like pre-pandemic reality shows and Ooh. then post-pandemic reality shows. Ooh. And so it's the two have to be too hot to handle versus love is blind. I feel like it those are the defining. This is for your graduate degree. <laughs> this is a great thesis, MJ. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. I cannot be the only one. The ascendance of reality i liked reality shows before but like the way that reality shows in the pandemic and in quor early quarantine especially just became your entire life reason for yes. living remember when we watched <laughs> the circle yes the circle is also very good but of, of those three sorry but i would rank it three in terms of looking forward to i think it goes love is blind too hot to handle and then the circle i'm over i think i'm not gonna watch the new too hot to handle because i'm over this morality bullshit well, yeah i want i, I think what it. i want and what i think i want is actually maybe something like a pornography channel would uh air it's like late night like real hbo sex. you know what i mean like the cat house yeah real sex remember the cat house too where they did the bunny ranch i don't know why they called the cat house it was about the bunny ranch in las vegas like so I would watch that as well, which is a lot of fun. Uh, oh yeah, do you remember yeah. that? Does that really get you? But going? Love Is Blind is full of morality too. Love Is Blind oh, is based on that a little bit. Though. Love Is uh, uh -oh. Admittedly, I'm back, everybody. Don't you see? 
<laughs> wow. I'm slipping Jackie's out of my seat. Sex. Anyway. <laughs> Too Hot to Handle is all about like this re- weirdly Puritan idea that like you can only like have a connection if you don't touch somebody. But that's basically the idea with Love is Blind. The idea that love is that love and or attraction can be like siphoned off into like, oh, no, it's, if you emotionally love them, then you should, then that's all that matters. That's not it's how attraction not, works. It's so funny is the show time and time again proves that love is indeed not blind. Not I was blind. talking about this on Talking TV. Check out Talking TV, by the way, patreon.com forward slash uh, page seven podcast. We, we talked more, more about this on there, but I will just say, it over and over again proves it because either what this is one of two things happens. They either meet up and they both go, yes, we hit the jackpot. Yeah. We got to know each other. And also I now want to definitely fuck you because I'm also attracted to you in the physical form. Or it's this long, arduous struggle where they meet up and go, fuck. What yeah. Did we I do fucked now? up. Yeah. yeah. They're just she not feeling the it. other one. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to fuck this because one. Because love, like, <laughs> love is not blind. Love is not blind at all. No, no one goes like, I would never have fucked this person in normal life, but because we had such a connection in the pods, I am now going to fucking slam this person down so hard. It never works like it's that. It's never it like always- that, no. And also, they're all conventionally attractive, right? They don't have anybody with like, you know, they just don't have anybody who really looks that, like different from conventional beauty standards, but whatever, fine. It's reality television, but right. It's they, they then spend the entirety of the show being like, well, we have an emotional connection. So like, that's like slogging through, like, I guess that's what love is. It feels like a lot of work and it just doesn't feel right. And, and I guess this is what, like, what was the, the Mallory and Salvador was like, I, it's just, Love isn't like fireworks and like butterflies. Love is like we've met each other's families. It's just work. (laughs) It's It's like just because you you can meet anybody's family, just because you met each other, that doesn't make it love. Oh my God, you guys just don't like each other. Or he likes you, you don't like him. You don't want, or there's just not, you don't, yeah, it doesn't make your wiener hard. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't make your vagina. Uh, soaking wet like Jackie's clearly is, by the way. It's disgusting. She hasn't been able to let go of the cat house since I brought it up. She's getting... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Lord. We get it, was... Jackie. People have sex. Good God. Well, you know who's there. not having sex, and that is anyone on the show, Sister Wives. Uh, tell me. They're trying to make more children. No. Tell me, Holden, tell me. are you not excited about cooking with just Christine? Because it's the Vito. worst name of a, of a cooking show. <laughs> I'm Wait, so break this down. Upset about this. <laughs> break this down for the non-sister wife yeah, yeah, indoctrinated. Please. Tell me why it is. It, I agree with you that this is really stupid. I will. I will preface. I'm that. just so upset because you know what? Good for her. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the third wife of Cody Brown. And yes, I try not to talk about this show very often, but every once in a while, oh, do I? Because Christine is leaving the family. This wife, his third wife, is getting a spiritual divorce from her spiritual marriage to Cody Brown. And so I'm assuming TLC's like, well, we're not going to just pay her if she's not going to really do the show. So she has her own show now called Cooking with Just Christine. (laughs) Just so everybody knows, it's not Sister Wives, it's Just Christine. And if anyone just said, it makes me think of like Will and Grace when they did the Just Jack. And I love Just Jack. But just Christine in this makes like, and now we're going to go over to the wife nobody wanted. Yeah, does just Christine have an interesting personality? Just Christine? I love Christine. Christine, I think is, I mean, well, close second to Janelle. I think Janelle's my favorite wife. And that is 
making a statement, y'all. <laughs> Christine is up there, and I really do enjoy Christine, and I don't want to lose her, and I like the interaction she has with her children. I follow all of them on Instagram, but I don't know if I give a fuck about watching her do a cooking show, because the right. one thing I do know is it's very difficult to do a good cooking show. MJ, I know you know this. That's We've watched a hundred million hours spoken. of Food Network. Yeah, you know, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, famously in a great show called Today by the Bell. Attractive. Turns yes. out that was not enough to make her cooking show interesting. And if anybody would want to watch it, I would, and I did not. Yeah. So what makes a good cooking show, or at least a good host of a cooking show? What do you need? What's the special spice? What's the special ingredient? Oh, that's such a good question. You gotta, right. you gotta pretend that you know what it's like to be a regular person who shops at the grocery store. Yes. Okay. Which I know she's going to bring into it. I think that she's going right. to be like, a, how do you cook for a bunch of kids when you're really that, busy? Fine, and that's, that's actually, it. that might be nice. You have to pretend that. And then that, she but just you... slowly loads a gun. Yeah, yeah, go on. <laughs> but you can't pretend it too hard. Like <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen, and I'm sorry to pick on you, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, but like literally in her show once she was like, Here's my recipe for grilled cheese. And it's just like, bitch, everybody knows how to make grilled cheese. Like, right. And it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like, oh, a this is like my spin. three cheese grilled cheese with something. It was just like a regular ass grilled cheese. And it's like, okay, that's too normal, you know? But then if you have like a Jeffrey Zakarian problem, you're like, oh, just go down to the, to the Zay bars and get like a gorgeous, fresh, you know, flounder or whatever. Uh, and it's like, no, we can't do that either. So you have to like walk a tough line between being like, I've got something to offer you that's not just like a box of hamburger helper, but I also am not pretentious. Right. And most important, you just have to be charismatic. Like, you know, Tiffany Amberthesen was just not a, it's, it's one thing to be an actor, but this is why just Christine might actually be good because it's one thing to be an actor and a lot of actors get cooking shows like Valerie Bertinelli. Um, people just like, I'm an actor, give me a cooking show. And you have to have the, charisma of somebody who has to like speak unscripted a lot and explain things as you go um, and make it accessible. I kind of enjoyed the Paris cooking show, but it was kind of an anti-cooking show. It was an anti-cooking show. show. It was like they were canceled. it. And it, oh, and it did it get canceled. canceled. Oh, I thought they were doing a season two. I, I thought that was okay. And even that, yeah, it's like, and then the Selena Gomez one came and went as well, right? Because mm -hmm. none of these yeah, people it's difficult. cook for themselves, you know? like yeah, it, it reminds me of when celebrities try to do the Twitch thing. It's like, you know, it's not it's not a one-to-one. -one. Like, streaming is different. Right. It's, hard. it's not just, you can't just, like, start a stream and and just immediately be great at it because you're popular. There like, are certain only skills so for far. everything. In the same yeah. way that people think that it's like, oh, talking for an hour on a podcast, anybody can do that. It actually does take at least a, a small amount of skill. Right. Yeah, me think it hard, hard. Whoa, <laughs> too much. Too much. Too much. <laughs> me think hard, hard talk. Make. Oh, are you hard? I'm seven. slipping up my seat. You're hard. Oh, MJ, right, please can bit? we stop oh, uh, uh, assaulting MJ uh, <laughs> mentally with our yeah, you got it, sexual podcasting takes skills on this show because you got to be prepared to talk about how lubed up you are at any minute. <laughs> really, it takes you by surprise. You think you're talking about cooking shows. And you know, one thing I will say about TLC, and I think that I'm starting to be correct because now I am trying to look through their list of programming. I think that this might be their first cooking show. Yeah, they don't oh. do the cooking. They, they're more in the, in the, oh my God, what's the commercial for that I saw on t for TLC, a TLC oh, show Oh, watching the other day? a woman's vagina stretch around the dome of a child? No, it's about what? a woman who- <laughs> Yeah, talk about just- 
<laughs> I get him, Jay. Exactly. You have to be prepared for so many sentences in this, doing this show. I'm completely that. That was like a bullet to my stomach. Like someone shot me in the stomach with that sentence. What in the world, Jay? Yeah, you have sorry, a baby you, story. You, you go on. <laughs> I'm sorry to not yes Andy on that one, but I was talking about the show on TLC. That is about a, an adult woman who had some rare form of cancer when and and, and therefore stopped growing slash aging when she oh, was eight. Oh, the new one! I haven't started watching it yet. Yes, and so she's an adult who looks like a child, a la Jack. Yeah, but the opposite of Jack, I guess. Yeah, uh, and it <laughs> Hell yeah. is so clear from the advertisements that it's just an extremely disturbing trip into like. I've, Every I don't even know how to talk about it. It's so upsetting. It's like, why does this l- l- woman need a sh- reality show unless you are trying to titillate people with the idea that she is going on dates with adult men, which she is. That's the premise. Oh, I look like a child, but I'm going on dates with adults. Also, by the way, the name I'm of sorry. the show is I Am Shauna Ray. If it's inappropriate is- for a show. It's not inappropriate for her. Live your life. You have an interesting story, write a book, whatever. But the show is so clearly like, what if an adult wanted to date a child? It's so <laughs> oh my god, up. MJ, you're completely right because also the thing is too is the difference of how it could. It's like yeah, sure, or make her like I hope get that money, girl. Get yeah, that so money. Let's do a docu series of your life. But even in the confessions, she they sit her in huge chairs. <laughs> yes. Where like, you don't right. need to do that. If you know, it's no, it's so disrespectful. You would not do that with an adult who had dwarfism, right? It's like they treat her. They pretend she's a, and all of the commercials are about her dating life. And it's like, Ugh. yeah, it must be very difficult to date if you are the one person on earth who has been suspended in youth. Yes. Like, but why? It's, there's clearly TLC's only doing this to appeal to some fucking latent pedophilia in society. That's it's why I so wish it wasn't disturbing. just about that. Like, I wish it was more about, like, how, like, psychologically, how does she function through the rest of her life? Like, sure. how is going on job interviews for her? Sure. Like, how is that? It's like that, like, very it interesting. Fascinating. Or how would she make a grilled cheese? How would oh, she make a grilled yeah. cheese? Anything. She's on it. I'm not like the other girls. This is absolutely <laughs> no shade to Shauna Ray. You are Shauna Ray, and you have a very interesting story, and I kind of want to learn more. But the, the framing of these commercials are, it's just so TLC. It's just like, wow, do you want to watch an adult also, man TLC go on a date with someone who looks like a child? If you're going to do a cooking show, you have Thousand Pound Sisters cast members. <laughs> You've got my big, fat, fabulous I am wife. sure it's on its way, Holden. There's <laughs> no way that it's not. TLC, love you. Love you, girl. But you are shameless. And it is sometimes, and borderline, I mean, there's a lot of shows on TLC I just can't watch because of how they treat the people and how the editing portrays people where I'm like, this isn't fucking fair. Yeah, I don't like it. It makes me feel yeah. No, the fat phobia, it's like the, all their shows about fat people are so dehumanizing. Yeah. They're not like, oh yeah, let's like do shows about how like some people are fat and what it's like, what that is like for them and like what the again the the institutional obstacles that, that you face by being fat or like the discrimination you experience not it's not none of that it's just like oh fat person yep. and then this shot ratio is like oh uh, adult child yeah like it's Isn't just that crazy? so fun. Uh, well she's like a job but she's an adult at the same time <laughs> 
what's what's dating like for that? You know, it's just like it's like your creepiest friend just tells you their creepiest thoughts. I love that your your version of them is the abominable snowman from the Looney Tunes. <laughs> love him and I tweet him and call him George. <laughs> but that is mo- that is a good amount of the people I think, unfortunately, and how they want how they how DLC chooses to portray them and um. But that's the problem. Man, it keeps you coming back, though, because then it's just a new one. You're like, I mean, I'm going to check it out. I'm probably going to check it out. Right. Yeah, I mean, no, they not? know how to make a commercial for a new show. They really do. They they draw you in. They're just so good at it. And, like, where are the, like, these are editors, like, they are the primo of editors. They can make you think whatever they that you Want they want you to think, and uh, you know what? I say, good job. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. I don't think that like I could, and it's not even like, oh, you can't sleep at night because like, how do you sleep at night? Because it's their fucking job, and they're trying to make television that people are going to be so curious about that they put on. So really, they're doing a great job. Yeah, uh, yeah. We can't blame the individual. TLC's great. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Don't, don't send it back. Keep it the way it is. <laughs> yeah. No notes. <laughs> At least we're over here just lying like in our bats. And yeah, I'm talking about Robert Pattinson. And yeah, we're talking about how a couple of weeks ago he openly said, I lied during interviews. And now he's on the tour circuit because the Bitsman is about to come out. And I don't trust a damn thing he's got to say. <laughs> yeah, so I, just, I love a story like this because it makes me think about how like actors get jobs in the first place and like how it works on a set with like a high profile actor um because of the uh well this is okay is this i, th- I thought you were talking about the uh whisk the high-pitched uh whisper voice i was about to get into used. it because like that's the thing so he said <laughs> weeks ago that he lies during interviews and then a couple days ago he was on uh, jimmy kimmel and he said that he tried for the first couple of weeks to do Batman with the opposite voice of what Batman usually was. And he said, I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to go really whispery. And he talks just like this. He was going full Toontown. He was going full Who Framed Roger Yeah, he's going very Christopher Lloyd. And um, he said he did it for the first couple of weeks and that the the shoots of it, like the, the dailies were so atrocious that he didn't continue. <laughs> the main thing is, though, on that high budget of a feature, are you really, unless the two weeks was not during shooting and during rehearsals, I would assume? Yeah, you just burn and film, just just, just, just wasting everyone's time. Two like, weeks? Making a crazy choice, but then also it's like, how did he get hired if that was the initial choice and they hated it? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so, but again, if he's lying, then he's just lying and that would make, that makes it make more sense, but... It just makes me be like, how does this even, how do you take that big of a risk on an actor making that bad of a choice? I've read about this before where they're like, yeah, they tried it like this at first and then it was like, actually don't do that. I mean, I've heard that before and it's just like, do they just, they're just winging it. Everyone's just winging it. All this money, millions of dollars, nonstop flowing through this thing and he's going in going, it's me. <laughs> it's the Batman. Oh, I'm going to have sex with Zoe Kravitz on top of the Batmobile. <laughs> Zoe, meet me on top of the Batmobile. It's like, okay. I give you tiny little 
and big homs. Yeah, I watch it. Oh, I watch it. Every one of the teaser trailers. I already have my tickets. I need to stop watching the teaser trailers. I got my tickets already because I'm a Stubbs member. And um, it's the best $23 a month I spend. I don't work for them. I fucking wish I did. <laughs> the movie theaters, though, you got to remember, Nicole Kidman. That's where the magic is, and um, movie theaters are going down. Somehow, heartbreak feels good in that. In, in a place like this, man. <laughs> in a fucking place like this, man. And heart feel and and heartbreak also feels good with. I mean, I love this article that I sent you guys about Judd Apatow trolling his daughter, Maud Apatow. And Maud mm. Apatow is Lexi from the show Euphoria that Holden and I are obsessed with. Oh. And in the show, she is like, I'm gonna just, I'm not gonna, I don't want to give anything away, but. Uh, like talking to the guy that I also have a crush on. So it's like Maude Apatow and I are like, we're like besties. And Judd Apatow, who is, you know, a fame director, I always immediately think of Freaks and Geeks. I know that he's done a lot of other things than that. But as a dad has been publicly comment trolling on their faux fling in the show, and maybe this is too deep cut of an article. I just thought it was really fucking cute. Uh, yeah, I love that he's. Uh, first of all, do we even talk about his post about Kanye at the Super Bowl and talking about how he was like? Well, apparently he overheard him Kanye talking to his friends about like. Uh, he's like, man, I want to take this mask off. It's like really hot because he showed up in this like weird mask. Like full face mask, you and had like re- full, like couldn't see it. Like, oh, I hope it's true because apparently Judd Avidal said this is what he overheard. It was like, man, I'm really hot in this thing. I really wish I could take it off. He's like, no, nah, man, you got to commit to the mask, man. Or <laughs> the mask, got to commit, dude. And then he like eventually took it off. Uh, and it I is hope that's real true. though because he took an actual picture from where he was sitting of yeah, Kanye he was like right behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so funny. Just like that kind of. Like, I'm this auteur, brilliant mind, and then, like, there's always the reality of shit where it's like, fuck, now I'm at this Super Bowl, and I got this, like, mask on. <laughs> uh, but going to this thing, it's very, very cute. Um, I hope the blinds aren't true. Uh, uh, the no. dude may be a badman, potentially. But, Fess? Um, uh, maybe. Angus Cloud? Maybe, bro. No, I love him. I know, bro, but he might have been a badman, man. No, but it sounds man. like it was something maybe he was badman back in the day, man. Well, he wasn't so, an actor. They just, I mean, remember yeah. when we did the Euphoria episode? Which also, dude. I forgot that we started pop history with the nanny, and then we did an episode on Euphoria a really? yeah. million Weird. years ago. Yeah. How long has Euphoria been... Is it this is third season? So, that was kind of the idea, though. It's like, why don't we do something oh. that's new? Why don't we do something that's ah. like fresh out, you know, and cover it? I mean, why not? You can, you know, yeah. also so find One thing I really on. like about Angus Cloud, I really hope that he's not a badman, um, but that he refuses to say what his birthday is anywhere because he wants no one to talk about his astrological sign. And I think <laughs> that's actually this is the second person from Euphoria whose age we don't know. We talked know about that age. other person that's last hilarious. week. Don't know their ages, you know. I think that's it's. I like the nebulosity. Is that a word? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's super a word. We'll call it a word. Yeah. Uh, Good God. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's really funny. So Judd is uh, always commenting on mods. Just perfect, perfect dad humor too. He's not even being like a professional comedian. I feel like as much as a dad, just a being corny a dad. dad. Like he's not. Yeah. I don't even think he was doing it to try to get press on it. I think he's just doing it because. He thinks it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Judd Apatow has just like, he was like, the for a while there, he was just like, he made fucking every movie. And then I feel like there was a while there where people were like, mm, 
we should like interrogate some of the premises behind his, some of his movies and like there's some like kind of normalized sexism there like I remember there was a lot of Judd Apatow discourse for a while around like Knocked Up and whatever mm-hmm. and I don't really remember because I never felt really strongly about him one way or the other but I remember he was like the director com- the comedy director and now I feel like he's just transitioned into like a kind of like post millennial uh, phase where like whatever young people are watching now is just like not really informed by Judd Apatow's work so he's just like a kind of like elder like uh, yeah I made a lot of movies that were really popular and shaped the 2000s and now I'm uh, it also seems he's a big producer now so he's I think that he's also like taking a step back of like not the uh, spotlight of, of making a lot of other cool things and uh-huh. like shifting which also Go for him. I think it's like, isn't that what you would want someone like that to do? Of like, no, now he's like, he's doing documentaries. He did King of Staten Island, which was definitely very different mm. from the things that he had been doing for a long time. Mm. Um, and, um, you know, I think that. Uh, I think oh, I just saw his next in. project for TLC, my big, fat, dumb cooking show. Oh, my <laughs> God. Jumping people. on the bandwagon. <laughs> cooking uh, for you. Uh, yeah, fantastic. I know we're going to got to get to the conspiracy theory, but really quick, I do love. That you posted the he uh, Daniel Radcliffe looks unrecognizable as Weird Al Yankovic, and they just like, he looks like Daniel Radcliffe, like Daniel Radcliffe. And a Weird Al Yankovic wig, wig with a mustache. I that's what, but again, I, that I is when cannot, you know. I just want everyone exactly to know it's like Daniel Radcliffe that reads celebrity gossip every single day. That you know it's a slow news week when you see a headline like that of he looks unrecognizable. They never look unrecognizable. They never ever look unrecognizable. He has a wig on. I can't imagine anybody who looks more recognizable. He doesn't even look like he's doing a movie. He looks like it's Halloween and he's Daniel Radcliffe going as weird nor gained weight. He has no prosthetics on. He's literally Daniel Radcliffe wearing a wig and the mustache doesn't even look that weird because he had a beard and a mustache before yeah. <laughs> filming. So all it was is just not a beard. Unrecognizable. Recognizable, MJ. How dare you? If, like, you were, if you were a two-year-old and he was your dad, you might not recognize him. You yeah, know? Maybe. 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 <laughs> Unbelievable. I guess I'll be watching the cat house tonight. Am yeah, I right? All right. Hit me with the conspiracy theory before I take a long walk down a bridge. Do, Do you believe is Garfield dead? The president? Just like the queen? No. Well, he is dead. <laughs> but no, I'm talking about your favorite fucking cartoon character, which is a fallacy, by the way. What? what? I don't know. I just don't like him or whatever. I'm I know. You know, you're, yeah, you're a wormo. I thought that you read into my brain space because <laughs> I almost included an article that was on Cracked a couple days ago that had something to do about, it's like the headline said Garfield in it, and I was like, what are they talking about with Garfield? And it was like, was President Garfield murdered? <laughs> Who gives what? a fuck? <laughs> But please continue. All right, here we go. I, yeah, no, no one, nothing like is. a Garfield Rickroll where you think you're going to be yeah. reading oh, about no, Garfield. Oh, that's what it was. The, the first metal detector failed to save Garfield from a bullet. That was what the headline <laughs> was. And I was just like, who was shooting at Garfield? <laughs> so maybe it's the person. Do you think he's real? All right, let's get into this. 
This one comes in. Oh, James Garfield. Fine. This one comes in from Mary Beth, who says, hey, you fuckers. So my theory comes from a Garfield wiki. The story relates back to the October 1989 storylines that centered around the fat orange pussy waking up in an abandoned garage, having to come to terms. She spelled it C-U-M. Mary Beth. With being alone. When he finally accepts being alone, John finds him and takes him home. But did he? Look up the strip if you want. It is disturbing at best. It is, it might make you mad at worst. It's the Cthulhu so of you Garfield put it, strips. So what do you put in Garfield's garage? Garfield, put in Garfield Halloween strip, I think 1989. If you want to put Garfield Halloween 1989. So the strip, in which is referred to as No More Mondays by the internet, you also might be able to- Oh, I remember this one. It was a dream. No, it is not. No, we ate too much candy. Damn your eyes, Jackie. It is not. (laughs) It is a six-strip series of Garfield waking up, as Mary Beth described, in an empty home with the connotation that Odie and John either abandoned him or passed away long ago. The house is even seen completely boarded up with a for sale sign in the overgrown front yard. Though he does quote, wake up, end quote, big air quotes on wake Whoa. up. <laughs> Though he does wake up to find John and Otis and his life back to normal, the panel just before that reads something really fucking interesting, Jackie. So prick your ears. They are prick. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. After years of taking life for granted, Garfield is shaken by a horrifying vision of the inevitable process called time. Yeah, he's got it's a he got it's a wonderful life. Yeah, wow. He has only one weapon, denial. <gasps> then he think yells, "I don't want to be alone." That is when John and Otis return, Odie. implying he's Odie. actually conjuring up these illusions as a way to maintain his sanity in life or in death. Whoa. This from Mary Beth. According to the wiki page, the theory makes sense because Garfield would often have dreams about food. Who doesn't? Am I right? Baby corn, anybody? And would beg John for his signature dish, lasagna. However, upon hearing the theory, Garfield's creator, God, or Jim Davis, if you're nasty, reportedly laughed at the idea. Was he laughing off guilt? Confusion? Too much power? Erotic fantasies about his coworker that make him sad? We may never know. But I do know this. 
I am the lady who wrote in about my mom questioning Holden's comedic abilities. See, I don't know about that. I'm try- trying to remember that. But Holden is my slippery comedy lizard for the gods. Jackie has got me soup in, and MJ oh. is my home remodeling fantasy. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, you fuckers. You keep me slipping and sliding. I love you for it. Bird Luger forever. Mary Beth. Thank you wow. so much. Wow. This Beth. comic strip is disturbing. I've been staring at it. I haven't even really it's been really listening upsetting. to what Holden's saying. I'm pretty upset. It is really sad yeah. and very dark. And I'm like, the last, I just want everyone to know that the last panel says, an imagination is a powerful tool. It can tint memories of the past, shape perceptions of the present, or paint a future so vivid that it can entice or terrify, all depending upon how we conduct ourselves today. What, right. Did Jim Davis do some acid before setting this one out? <laughs> Have you I mean, ever seen Jim Davis? I don't think he was doing any acid, but I wished he would. Maybe he needs a little bit of acid. This actually maybe. reminds me of the dark ride that was at Kennywood. We went to Kennywood. It is a it, the, one of the best theme parks I've ever been to in Pittsburgh or outside of Pittsburgh. And there was a dark ride that you went through where it was Garfield's Nightmare. Um, where he ate too much food and then it got, got all weird and was very much similar to this, but not quite as scary. It was more funny. And it was also sponsored by Pepsi. <laughs> so there was a lot of Pepsi in there. <laughs> but I think that that would make you think that you want to drink less Pepsi, but we don't need to go into the semantics of advertisement right now. We need to talk about Garfield, and I don't think that he's dead. I think that he just, um, I think he just ate too much food. Sometimes, have you, haven't you had meat dreams before? I've had meat dreams so many times. Yeah, she was hosting a cooking show. MJ, what do you think? I... Should Garfield host a cooking show? Yes, that I believe. Yes. That I believe, and I think I believe Mary Beth. I think he de- he's dead. There you go. Oh, beautiful. Well, you can explain so that during the Garfield Christmas special. Why I don't know whether or not I believe so it. Sad. I don't know. I don't know whether or not I believe it, but I hope it's true. Jackie, back to you. Oh, well, I don't believe it, but I still love you, Mary Beth. And I appreciate all of your japeries. But now it's time for the list. Oh, who's on the list? It's me. Jackie, you gotta have that list. Iconic sitcom roles that almost went to a different actor. Now, there were actually some good ones on here that I didn't know. Katie Holmes might have almost played Piper on Orange is the New Black. And I will say that um, I think I would have watched it. I got about three seasons into Orange is the New Black and then I, or four seasons and then I kind of fell off. But I can never get into it. Yeah, me neither. I tried. I couldn't. It was too, sometimes shows are too cute for me. It was Mm -hmm. a little too cute. I I don't, and people, be. a lot of people I, whose tastes I otherwise totally share loved it. So I think that it, it might just be one up. of those things. I like the people. Yeah. Really love it. yeah. Yeah. Right. And I, and I, I don't know. It's, I don't necessarily think it's a bad show. I, it's a personal taste thing for sure. It completely. Yeah. And I think it did interesting things for like bringing some prison discourse. It was, a, it was also amazing <laughs> for fun female characters for sure and like female presenting characters that it would yeah, like, it like did definitely give Laverne people Cox. opportunities yeah, yeah. Like it gave people opportunity that, that they probably would not have had otherwise especially when it first came for out sure. so yeah. it would have been very weird to watch Katie Holmes do it but what about Ed O'Neill instead of Ed O'Neill in Modern Family Craig T. Nelson who is I believe He's kind of the every father isn't he? Yeah that oh, would be great yeah. I think it would have been great but also Ed O'Neill brings that 
married with children aspect into modern family that I like that a little bit more than Craig Z. Nelson, yeah. who's just so squeaky clean that I think that it would have been very different. Right. He's got a little more of that edge. Agreed. Definitely. Um, speaking of succession, anybody? I don't know if I would refer to it necessarily as a sitcom, but Kieran Culkin, who is, oh my God, phenomenal. Maybe my favorite part of the whole Me show. Me too. Yeah. He almost so was cousin good. Greg. That oh, makes wow. no sense. No. I'm sorry. That Garrett makes no sense. It makes no sense. He said, they asked me to read for Greg. I knew I was wrong. Normally, I'd be like, okay, I'm not right for the part. I'm going to close it. I'm going to continue reading on. But I just like the script. So I read on, which good thing he did because he's phenomenal nice. in succession. So good. He's so good. And he's per. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's just so funny because it's like Roman was written for him. You know, I don't know what yeah. his personality is like, but I just, it just matches him so he does such a good job. And Cousin Greg is also like it was written for that guy. It, they're just perfect. Yeah. Oh, all the acting Agreed. in that show is perfect. And they also, they make it their own. And you can even see how the, how the character grows. And I, I would only assume that they would add in their strengths as the seasons went on. Because the characters are only getting better. Yeah, totally. Rain Wilson almost played... Job Bluth on Arrested Development instead of Will Arnett. And this comes on the oh, heels wow. of me screaming towards Holden on Talking TV about Murderville and how much I love um, Will Arnett on it. And also, MJ, I think that you would really like it. But I think that Will Arnett brought, like, again, the scuzziness that was needed. Definitely. Yeah, Rain has the false confidence going for him to play that part, but he doesn't have the broiness definitely. that I feel like Job needs and Will Arnett brings to it. Like, definitely. That, that is, that's the difference. And I know it's hard to go back and like change it in our brains, but right. you know, it, but then there, there's ones like this, speaking of The Office, Paul Giamatti was going to play Michael Scott um, of The American wow. Office. Weirdly, I feel like I could see that. I could. I just feel like he's such a good actor that I. I would. Be, you know. I until I until I saw him do poorly, I, I would believe it. Yeah, and especially could, because the British Office up. was so like so much about uh, playing it so seriously, and I guess the American Office kind of did that too. I feel like I could. I could picture Paul Giamatti just like really committing to it. You know. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm gonna go ahead and say that I um this part of the list I don't like Stephen Tobolowsky I love Stephen Tobolowsky amazing character actor you either should listen to his podcast or you should look up him you know exactly who I'm talking about if you see I'm not reacting to you saying he's an amazing actor by the way I'm reacting to what you're about to say (laughs) I hate that on this list it's (laughs) Stephen Tobolowsky nearly played the tool time guy on home improvement Fuck you! <laughs> what? Do they the mean cool Tim Allen guy? Tim the Toolman Taylor. Tim the Toolman Taylor. Is that who you're referring to? Yeah. Have some respect. Well, maybe he's going to play one of the boys, and that's what they meant by. Ooh, that's what yeah, I mean. yeah, it would have been Mark. Yeah, that would be amazing. One. one of the yeah, other. Why people? can't we have a sit a traditional sitcom where one of the kids is just played by a fully grown adult <laughs> that is bald? <laughs> Honestly, I would love that. I would have loved it. Or, or just like a, a traditional sitcom where all of the casting was completely wrong, you know? Which I think would bring a really fun aspect to it. It'd be great. Miscast. Oh, I'd love to oh, pitch. That's yeah, a, that's oh, a good idea. Right. No one take yeah. it. We'll do it. We'll no do one it. take it, everybody. <laughs> Last but not least, turns out, speaking of Ed O'Neill, Ed O'Neill 
almost played Ted Danson's role in Cheers. But I think that that actually also would have really worked because of that same edge that I love Ted Danson in Cheers. But if he had been a little bit more crass, of course, very different time, very different show, I think that it kind of would have been fun. They said at that point, Sam Malone was a former football player who'd gone on to become a bar owner. So the character was kind of different. But in any case, O'Neill auditioned but didn't get the Wow. Point. And that's last. That's it. There you go. Well, I guess that's it for my eyes then as well. <laughs> oh, no. I, I think I'm going blind. Items. Oh, we can't, can't see them. Man, do I have a few turds for you guys this week. Uh-oh. Boy, 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 these blind items. Suck a big ol' elephant. An elephantantis? A dickalini? In the Podcasting takes what? a lot of skills. <laughs> hold on. I told you. Hold on. I, I like, got those skills on display today. <laughs> these are whatever. All three of these are whatever. And you got whatever, though. And if you're listening at home, whatever. Okay? <laughs> All right. <laughs> if you're listening to Office, then it's fine. But if you're listening at home, whatever. All right. This A-list mostly movie actor pushed it too far when he made it seem that he and the one named actress are further along in their relationship. Quote unquote relationship, by the way, is assuming they're in a fake relationship. She got ticked and he had to backtrack. One named actress. He was in a big old movie lately and she's in a show. Every Tom Holland and Zendaya? Wow, wow, Tom Holland and uh, Zendaya? What, yeah, Tom Holland and Zendaya. Yeah, yeah. 100%. But they are in a relationship. They are yeah, in a relationship, Holland, Holden. Holland went on live with, well, according to the blinds, quote unquote relationship. Holland went on live with Kelly and Ryan last week to dispel rumors that he bought a house with Zendaya, Zendaya. in London, South London. I know it's Zendaya, but whatever. I say Zendaya. <laughs> I know you <laughs> do. Never I always die. used to say it too. I'm changing. Ugh. I'm growing. Uh, so this was reported by The Mirror. He also gave a big old shrug as to how the story came to be in the first place. Very interesting. They're in a relationship, Holden. You They're can't change my mind. And he's but I think really he was good like, to her, I guess. I bet. He was like, That's we're getting, I think maybe he's maybe he's more excited about it because he's like, we're getting a house together is kind of what this is. Oh, yeah. That's I hope he's not like, I hope he's not like love mommy in a bad way. Yeah, who knows? But I'll tell you who's lovey-dovey for the camera. Is it Uncle O'Grimacy? Yeah, it's Uncle O'Grimacy <laughs> and the Fry Guys. <laughs> They're fucking in a weird oh, kind of platonic, yeah. Uh, open they should have gone with like Grimace O'Neill or something, you know, like you know, Grimace. Yeah. yeah, it takes a village. Grimace McBurger. It's just a lot when you show Mick up. Mick is right there in the name. Because MJ, when you show up already drunk to the marketing meeting at the McDonald's ad agency place, you're gonna come up with that. <laughs> You're not going to put two and two together. Yeah, You've been right. drinking highballs yeah. since nine in the morning. The marketing meeting to choose who would be the mascot for the Shamrock <laughs> Shake. Yeah. That is at 3 p.m. Uh, you have already privacy. had. Why not use the Mick that's literally part of the name <laughs> no, of our restaurant and much. also with Irish last names? No. Oh, Grimacy. MJ, have you ever seen Mad Men? The person who came up with that has already had slept, cheated on his wife four times that day, has drank and had eight martinis at lunch. I mean, we're yeah. you know what I mean? We're talking about a different breed, okay? Yeah, no, and that's right. what that's the result. You're right. All right, here we go. Yeah, how dare you, <laughs> please? All right. And if you're listening at home, it's still like whatever, whatever. But here we go. 
With new music to promote and using the carrot of a possible pregnancy, this celebrity couple consisting of an actress and a singer have paps waiting to pay them money if they want to take a walk and be photographed. So they do it once a day now. Is it uh, the Jonas and the Game of Thrones? Or? Uh-oh. If you don't guess Sansa. the name, then, we sit in, then we'll sit in silence for the next five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> you have to guess the name of the actress oh, or Sansa I won't move Star. on. It's Sansa Stark. No, that's not a real name. Uh, Tippy Typey, IMDb. I'm, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. <laughs> yeah, you better look it up. Tippy and I'm reading it. I'm looking at it right in front of me. And by the way, you said the Jonas Man the or Jonas whatever. Jonas one. Even, the, the it's Jonas. What's his name? Nick Joe. Sloppy. I eat sloppy. Joe. Joe Jonas. Yes. Oh, and I don't know. Sophie. And when I, uh, I, I, I sit on a couch, but I also Sophie call Turner. it a. There you go, a sofa. Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie Couch. <laughs> Turner recently seemed to confirm pregnancy rumors the other day as she was photographed cradling her stomach while out with husband Joe Jonas for breakfast in Los Angeles. But I'll tell you what, if she was doing that, I would never ask her if she was pregnant. Because he can't That was another that. story callback you that you cannot. posted. I can't believe, there's two things I don't understand. Uh, touching black people's hair, um, and, and that being a weird thing that white people do apparently, and um, asking random people if you don't pregnant. even know, or even if you do know them, if they are pregnant. Never. No. That is so insane. I literally do that. <laughs> Wait until We're talking about Chrissy me. Teigen, by the way, because Chrissy Teigen is openly like, I'm now saying, like now that she's saying, like, I'm going through IVF right now. Stop asking me if I'm pregnant. It, it really, it, it actually really hurts me when you ask me. Yeah. Please stop asking. But again, can you fucking imagine? No, don't not ask only someone people. you, even someone you don't know, but especially or someone you do know, it you could don't be. ask. No, I would have never believed you, but I have heard examples of it um, a few times at this point. Yeah, and uh, from un- unnamed. Sources. I mean, I'm a fat woman, so believe me, I've definitely it's been asked, and I'm like, it's insane. don't ask me. Yeah, I'm that not, is insane. I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, you'll, you'll, yeah. even if you are very. Obviously, I would pregnant. never I'm say so no. I don't. Ask, I will not it. ask until the baby comes, and then I'm like, congratulations. Yeah, yeah so the baby's like, she's fucking pregnant <laughs> through the belly, out of the belly. Yes. All right, here we go. The last one. This A-list mostly movie actor from an acting family says he has never listened to an album that has songs about him on it. The A-list singer says that he has, and told her he has. Who is lying? A-list singer what? Singer, wrote songs about an actor. Everybody knows about it. They always hit the actor oh, up about it. Oh, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal finally said that he is not actually the one with the scarf, right? Gyllenhaal recently broke his silence when it comes to the T-Swift song All Too Well, which is allegedly about him. Of course, it's about him. He's so vain. Whoa. He said, it has nothing to do with me. It's about her relationship with her fans. It is her expression. Artists tap into personal experiences for inspiration, and I don't begrudge anyone that. But also, he said, at some point, I think it's important when supporters get unruly that we all we feel a responsibility to have them be civil and not allow for cyberbullying in one's name. Well, that's interesting. Well, maybe you should have shown up to her 21st birthday. Whoa, Jake. <laughs> Jake. Ugh. Maybe you should have shown up so she wasn't waiting, and then she made a music video about it. Now I know about it, okay? Now we all hate we're it. too old. Yeah. <laughs> 
So whatever. So I will DM you on Twitter weirdly twice a day, and I will continue to do that. Very, very okay? scary. Can you see again, Holden? <laughs> yeah, I can super see again. Oh, Congratulations. thank you. I'm so glad that I can <laughs> see again. So happy that he's back, but also happy for me to be back. Thank yeah, you guys whatever. both Garfield's for being dead. so happy. Yay. And my, <laughs> thank you guys so much for all of your love and all of your well wishes. I feel so much better, obviously. I feel like a completely different person, and I just want to say thank you guys so much, and um, thank you for joining Joining us this week on page seven, my name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm and come check out twitch.tv forward slash oh no, it's Jackie on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Sundays. And it is a lot oh, of fun. Uh, check me out twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Monday, Tuesday, Friday streams. I've streamed with Jackie on Fridays, 6 p.m. ET, check us out, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Also, page, uh, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast every week. Bonus episodes for $5 a month. Also, $10 a month. You join us for the Gossip Girl Watch Along on Discord. It is fun as shit. Get into it. We are having a blast. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. MJ! My name's MJ and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. Uh-oh, it's your girl, Jay Bones with the weekly shout out. It was so sad to have to ask Holden to do them last week. Not that he did a poor job, but that I just missed you guys. And want thank you guys so much for sending in your emails. Again, our email is page7podcast at gmail.com. Send me anything. I just love to uh, I love to connect. Thank you guys so much for sharing such positive love. And first, we are starting out with some birthday smiles and we're swimming on down Pisces style. Happiest of birthdays to all the beautiful Pisces in our community, but especially Jesse's partner, Madeline. Jesse says, my lovely partner, Madeline, has a 25th birthday coming up and she said her only wish in the world is a shout out on page seven. We've both been struggling in every sense of the word lately, but she's so strong and sexy and wonderful to me that I just want to make her wish come true. It's coming true! Happy birthday! I know that y'all have been such a source of comfort for her during some tough times, and it would absolutely make her little Pisces heart explode if she heard her name on the pod. Also, Madeline, I hope you are enjoying Model Land on the Patreon. What a nutcracker story it is. And Creamy wants you to have a good birthday, too. Well, that's not Creamy. No, that's Miracle. M-Y-R-R-A-C-L-E, that is. But anyway, thank you so much for writing in. And Madeline, I hope you have the best fucking birthday. And speaking of cutie Pisces, it's Emily's birthday on the 27th. Eee! And Emily Sydney is sending you some 30 fun energy. Sydney says... Emily, Sydney asked for me to sing you a birthday song, and the first song I thought of when I saw your name was A Rose for Emily by the Zombies, which is about um, a dead Emily, but you're alive, but I still love the song, and I'm sure that you know it because I feel like everyone whose name is in a song knows all of the songs with their name in it, but... 
The summer is here at last. The sky is overcast and no one brings a rose for Emily. Except I would. I definitely would. Emily, Emily, can't you see? There's nothing you can do. How the sun is shot. There's loving everywhere but none for you. It's the opposite of a birthday song. <laughs> I love you, Sydney. Sorry. <laughs> but also, happy birthday, Emily. Sydney says, I'm writing in to shout out Emily's birthday on February 27th. She's turning 30 fun. And I'm so excited to celebrate with her this weekend with all sorts of hot tub, karaoke, and Moroccan lemonade shenanigans. It sounds like the best weekend ever. One of the first things we ever bonded over was last podcast on the left. Thank you for introducing me to that Emily. And then we naturally became obsessed with page seven. Emily, I'm so grateful to have you in my life, and I can't wait for so many more Love is Blind marathons, drunk karaoke nights, college gymnastics meets, yes please, weekend trip adventures, and so much more. Love you so much, love, Sydney. I love your friendship. And all of my love goes out to you, Andrew. Um, Andrew hit us up and sent us in a shout out for his wife. Jess. And Jess is a stay-at-home mom. She is, for the last two years, has been pregnant and taking care of our son Wesley and Toby. Our son Toby was born in 2020 and our son Wesley was born in 2021. So to say that we've been busy would be an understatement. Oh my god, you must be the most patient person in the entire world. And Andrew, I don't want to share your private business with the world, but I just want to say that my heart completely goes out to you and I hope that this year is even better. I know that Jess is going to take care of you and it seems that Jess is an amazing wife. Andrew continues on to say that I'm giving this shout out to Jess because she takes care of me and my boys every day and has the most beautiful, amazing soul. And I don't know what I would do without her. Jess is an amazing person and an amazing mother. And I would appreciate the shout out because sometimes she just doesn't always think about herself. And this is Andrew reaching out, and this is me kissing, kissing, kissing you. And Andrew, I wish you all the best with your birthday this year. I know that you guys are going to make it special. Thank you for sharing with me. And also, if you're interested, dude, please, star, 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 star. I'm saying the star here so that you pay attention. Check out Andrew's sick artwork it is at wasted space but there's a v instead of the a w-a-s-t-e-d s-p-v-c-e on insta it's psychedelic collage work and i dig the fuck out of it again it is wasted space w-a-s-t-e-d s-p-v-c-e thank you so much for writing in andrew and thank you for sharing also your sick artwork with us i hope that your birthday is good this year happy happy birthday you little cutie pisces as well and i hope everybody has a beautiful day thank you again for writing in for shout outs and thank you just for sharing things um and i get back to as many people as i can i love you guys be good to each other be safe and again the email is page seven podcast at gmail.com we love you guys bye everybody bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 7.
My trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now I don't need to go to Mars because I've been to the Badlands, and I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh! I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba.